0: You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack.
1: The internet calls me Cloud.
2: And I'm Landon.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show!
0: guys like video game consoles want to fight about them no i hate video games well i guess that's the podcast episode uh today we're talking about another generation of game consoles if you didn't watch the last one where we talked about the wii ps3 and 360 you can go back and listen to that we'll wait actually we won't uh we are going to talk about the ps2 the gamecube xbox dreamcast the sixth generation of game consoles.
1: As but well as the handhelds.
0: We got handhelds, and we got more handhelds than I thought we were going to have. I thought we were just going to have the, uh, the Game Boy Advance and maybe <laughs> one other device. Uh, no. No, there was at least four notable handhelds released in this time. There might be others that I didn't mention, but we are going to talk primarily about the Game Boy Advance. The Bandai Wonderswan the Nokia N-Gage, and the Neo Geo Pocket Color, which were all released in the same time window.
1: Between so, 1999 and two thousand three, 3 is the latest one. 3, yeah. yep. Yeah.
0: So, uh, how do you guys feel about the 6th generation of video game consoles? What was your first experience with them before we go over?
1: Uh, well... I mean, the first con, the first video game system I ever owned was a Game Boy Advance, uh, and the first home console I ever owned was a GameCube. So, pretty formative generation for me. Uh, it's, you know, it was in the my early days of, you know, video gaming, so I wasn't quite like on the ball with like every new release because I was. I mean, nine years old, I think. Yeah, when right, the, right. When the DS came out. So, like, you like, probably would see, like,
0: an ad on TV for, like, a game and you'd be excited. Yeah. You'd be like,
1: oh. I didn't have a ton of games for. I, like, I would save up and I would probably buy maybe three or four games on my own in a year and then, like, rely on my parents to get me the rest for my birthday or Christmas. Uh, but good, good generation. Um, Even the consoles I didn't own, like, in the time. Because I do also own a PS2 and an Xbox, currently. But at the time, I didn't own either. But I had friends who did. And, uh, yeah, they were still sick. Even if I didn't own them.
0: Uh, my first jump into the generation was in 2002 with the PS2. My family had gotten one for the family, basically. Uh, just for everybody to share. We had gotten the newest Hot Shots Golf game at the time, which is Hot Shots Golf 3 as like our first game. Because at this point we had already been fans of the series since the PlayStation 1. And then I later, I actually I think we might have gotten the PS2 in late 2001. I don't remember which came first, whether we got the PS 2 or I got my Game Boy Advance. That might have been my first entry, because I remember getting it for Christmas pretty early on, or my birthday. It was one or the other, and I just remember it. my first game for it was the Monsters, Inc. Game Boy Advance game. Hell yeah. It's pretty fun. Like, it's not like the best game ever, but I mean, it's pretty fun. Uh, I would later get a GameCube after the next generation had already started like the wii ps3 and xbox 360 were already all out but i was too poor so we ended up getting a gamecube instead i've played xbox with friends uh we briefly owned one i think it's my mom's though i think they might still have it uh i think yeah she i think she might still have it i'm not sure but even if not i never actually owned one myself and I mean, outside of the the Game Boy Advance, none of these other handhelds will go over them, like, briefly when we get to them. Uh, I didn't get any experience with any of these. And I own a Dreamcast now. I don't have a lot of games for it, but I've played a bit of it.
1: Hell yeah. Hi, Landon. Landon. Care to chime in? He's, He's just going to be a statue. St- this if is I, ga- this if is I get to be a episode. cardboard
2: cutout of Landon tonight, that would make my job so much easier.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, that doesn't really translate very well into podcast joke. Eh. The visual, like the visual humor, is fine for our Twitch viewers, high Twitch viewers, but. Uh, for our podcast listeners, which is going to be most people that listen to this, uh, yeah,
2: all right, fine, I'll answer the question. <laughs> what was the question?
1: <laughs> what was your experience <laughs> with the sixth generation what of video f- game consoles? Oh, yeah. uh,
2: I got a GameCube, a PS2, and a Game Boy Advance SP during the time of the actual consoles when they were irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And then I got a... Um, Dreamcast way down the road. And nothing else. Um, my first... At least one of my first two... Uh, GameCube games was... the Pac-Man World game. That came with like the, the Versus. Where you could play Pac-Man Versus. Nice. nice.
0: Um...
2: Yeah, I don't remember my first, first games for the other two systems. Uh, my guess is Pokemon. Uh, it's usually a pretty good guess for Game Boy Advance SP. And then for PlayStation 2...
0: Trying to think, right?
2: Yeah. He- um, I have no idea.
0: We can come back to it if you yeah, if you remember yeah. it. I don't so, think I ever will. We're going to go over each of the consoles uh, in release order. And then we're going to go over all of the handhelds roughly in release order. And we're going to talk about them. Starting with the Sega Dreamcast was the first console to come out for the set of for the four home consoles on September 9th, 1999 in North America for $199 for the launch price it was again the first console for the generation launching with sonic adventure it was kind of a big deal at the time uh it was discontinued on march 21st 2001 so it did it had a year and a half in north america just total uh So unfortunately, because of that, it's only sold nine point one to ten point six million units. It's there the 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 numbers are not like you you can look at like different sources and they all are somewhat different. But I think it seems like like the nine million is like the number they had from the time till it was discontinued, and then the ten and a half million is like some extra that they had sold after, like they sold an extra million or so more, is what my guess is. But major titles for this system include Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, of course. You got Jet Set Radio, Soul Calibur, Shenmue, Crazy Taxi, Sega Bass Fishing, bunch of others. Hydro Thunder. A lot of good stuff there. So, how do we feel about the Sega Dreamcast?
2: This, uh, this feeds right into what? a Twitch question. Cloud, question, What? Is a Dreamcast-like?
0: Well, I think we're gonna... We're we going talk about it. We're gonna talk about it.
1: Um, I think the Dream Dreamcast is pretty sick. Uh, I did not own one when it was around, because I... It died before I owned a video game system. So, kind of missed the time window on that one. But I got one... I bought one at a secondhand store in... God, 2011? 20... No, like 2012 or 13, I think. Um, and I got some games for it. And the Dreamcast, I mean, for its time, it's, uh, it's a really solid system. I mean, the graphics at the time were about as good as video games got. Uh, the controller was pretty sick. With the UMDs.
0: The VMU. VMU,
1: Jesus. I'm getting the uh, acronyms mixed up. Uh, The VMUs, uh, the controller, which was more or less plagiarized by Xbox years later. Uh, Not even years, just two years. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, still, multiple years. But uh, in a short span of time, the Dreamcast had a lot of really cool games. And it's kind of a shame that it died so early, because it, like, had it lasted even, like, another year and a half, it probably would be considered, like, one of the best game systems of all time. But, you know, because it died early and killed Sega as, like, a console manufacturer, it's generally seen as, uh, you know, a what-could-have-been, rather than, like, a roaring success.
0: Right. What are some of your favorite games on the system?
1: Jetset radio. <laughs> um, you said
2: games plural.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, name three. You
1: like the Dreamcast? Name three games. Jetset radio. Uh never mind that I've played multiple Dreamcast games for this channel, but um yes. I love Space Channel Five is sick. Uh, that's a, that's, w-
0: that's a big one I didn't actually list there.
1: Yep. Uh Samba de Amigo, uh Hydro Thunder, like you said, Sonic Adventure Two. Uh I'm trying to think I feel like I'm blanking on a big one, but I'll get back to it.
0: Would you what? I was gonna say, would you say the Tony Hawk Pro skater games on the Dreamcast are the best versions or good versions compared to uh, the others, or would you actually prefer some of the other for- versions over
1: for the first two games, honestly, I wouldn't even say I prefer the Dreamcast version of the games because uh, I like the DualShock more for uh, controlling in a Tony Hawk game because I usually prefer to use the D pad uh, in Tony Hawk because it's a lot easier to turn okay. uh, and it's a lot more precise. So, like, I don't mind using a control stick, but, like, given the choice, I will use the D pad. So, I prefer the the Shock for that but I mean the Dreamcast versions of uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 are probably like performance wise probably the best versions of those games uh, but beyond that I think actually I think they only had or Dreamcast only had Tony Hawk 1 and 2 so yeah Pro Skater 3 was not on the Dreamcast so
0: um yeah I, I didn't have as much experience with the Dreamcast as probably either of you like I have a little bit but I do like the system from uh, one thing we I one thing I can probably guarantee none of us got to experience is it was the first major console to really have robust online functionality. It wasn't the first to do it at all. Like you had Sega Net for like the Sega Genesis. And I think the, in, um, in Japan, there was a Super Nintendo uh, online um, connectivity thing that you could do. But, you know, it wasn't widespread. But the Dreamcast, like, really had, like, some... You couldn't, like, play a lot of games online, like, with other people. But you'd have, like, stuff where, like, you could connect on Sonic Adventure 2 to get, like, some bonus stuff online. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. But uh, as far as games go, like, pretty much some of what you said that I've already played. Plus, uh, Grandia 2. Which, as of this podcast, we are in the middle of a dream series for we are doing that but we're taking a break for spookfest it'll be back in november but i mean you can go watch the vods
1: i remembered i remember the other well two big ones that i forgot to mention choo choo rocket uh which is one of the best local multiplayer games ever made and uh crazy taxi for my favorites uh,
0: but yeah i do agree with you about the dreamcast being that like if it if it had an extra year cuz like when you think about it the sales like 9 to 10 million in a year and a half in 2000 that's, that's not good. bad i mean that's yeah i mean the it's not it's not crazy good but like it's not bad they could have tried to squeeze out
1: an extra year or two out of that yeah but also like the other issue was like by the time the GameCube and the Xbox were out, like the Dreamcast was like massively outclassed graphically uh, by its peers. I mean, hell, right. even the PS, even the PS2 is like way more graphically uh, capable than the Dreamcast. But it's the way it goes.
0: Yeah. Well, when what about you, f- Landon? How do you feel about the Dreamcast?
2: It's Aggressively fine.
1: It's aggressively fine. Aggressively mm-hmm. fine. It's
2: aggressively fine. I'm it has a pretty solid catalog. Um I mean it has the one game that matters, Hydro Thunder. Everything else on it's like, <laughs> eh. But That might be all you need. Hydro Thunder, man. That's so good. Um <laughs> I I'll say yeah, it's it's a it's a good system. It, it it's it's weird to think what a Shadow the Hedgehog or Sonic Heroes would be on the Dreamcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because they uh, we have to assume that if they actually were in an alternate universe, successful enough with the Dreamcast to keep going with it for a bit, like we would have seen those games on that system instead.
2: Yeah, you know? and well, what, what like the hardware would have had to have, like... Would they have done a revision of the Dreamcast for, like, a Dreamcast 1.5 or something, where it's, like, a little bit more
1: or, powerful? Or... Uh, what if we never even got Sonic Heroes and Shadow of the Hedgehog if the Dreamcast was still going? Like, what if we got Sonic Adventure 3?
2: True. That would... Be... Which would also like, be not forget put... get Sonic don't... 06.
0: That, that maybe yeah.
2: We can go this down is... a rabbit hole. That's a whole podcast. We need... We it's need like,
0: to the Dreamcast was a success and we reached paradise by 2020.
1: There there is a timeline somewhere where Sega is the most lucrative console uh, manufacturer in the world and every like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but just like there's a timeline where Sonic never got shitty. A
0: timeline where Sega bought Microsoft instead for its games division.
2: Oh god the very
0: strange Halo, times we a live
2: in dreamcast exclusive <laughs> dude do you I think mean, they had covid in that universe oh uh,
1: you know honestly
0: i think it could. It's 50 50 could go either way
1: that's a whole nother discussion honestly
0: there's a there there might be a timeline somewhere where all of those factors did come together like you know, we achieved world peace. Sega was a dominant spot in the console market. No like, COVID.
1: Just that one. It, it's just that one meme of like this futuristic utopia, and it's yeah. Sega if the Dreamcast lasted a couple more years.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Purely that. Uh, so, did Do you guys have anything to add on the Dreamcast, or are
2: you guys ready to move on? Eh, not really. Fantasy Star Online is like pretty cool with the game oh yeah no you know
0: that's that's a really big title for that yeah and like i mean fantasy star online is probably arguably one of the first games to really get like a console game with an online infrastructure behind it yeah it's Pretty,
2: pretty crazy it's nice that it's still playable like you can still play it um and like there are fan servers up but like even as just a single player experience it's still pretty fun I've, I've dabbled a bit with it.
0: Nice. So the next uh, console that came out was Sony's PlayStation 2, released on October 26, 2000. It is. It needs no introduction. It's the most successful console of all time, at least as of this podcast. We don't know how well the Switch is going to be doing like another year or two from now. Who knows. Uh, 20 years from now, if this podcast is still up on Spotify and like another console like overtook it by, by like 30 million units, we don't know. But as of this most the best selling uh, console of all time, 155 million units worldwide, entirely backwards compatible with PlayStation games, controllers and memory cards. Not every accessory from the PlayStation one was compatible, but most of the important stuff was and also prominently had DVD playback which is part of why it was so successful. I'm not going to list notable titles for this console because there are a lot. And yes, that is exactly what I put in my Google document. I put a bullet that said, I will not list notable titles for this console because there are a lot.
1: There are a shitload. There's only three so we need to talk
2: about, guys. Sly Cooper Persona and Persona previous- 3, oh. Persona
1: 4... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I should have butted in with like two to- with two totally different games as well. Just been like Ape Escape Three, Kingdom Hearts Two. Gross. But no, uh, Jack, what is your experience with the PlayStation Two?
1: Um, I didn't own I didn't own a PS Two personally until I bought one, until I bought mine from a friend in, oh god, I don't remember what year it was, two thousand nine maybe twenty ten. Uh, but I did have like you know, experiences on the PS2 growing up. I had, you know, pretty much everyone but me owned a PS2, so I never really, like, felt the need to get one myself. I could just go hang out with friends and play whatever the fuck. Yeah, I that wanted. was
0: me with the Xbox, right? Like, yeah. everybody had that and, one yeah.
1: console where, like,
0: you didn't have it, but all your friends did, so you didn't need it.
1: Right. Um. But, like, so I have experiences with the PS2 just, like... I didn't grow up with it, like at least not firsthand. So I don't have a lot to say. But I mean, until we talked about until we get to favorite games, but I'll wait right. for you guys to say.
0: Um. Yeah. My uh experience with the PS2, as I mentioned, we got in there pretty early. It was a couple years in when Hot Shots Golf 3 came out. We got it for that because you know our family liked to pass the game around and. That was basically our primary console for, Jesus Christ, um, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005,
2: 2006, 2007, part of 2008. So, like, this many years. How many, many is many. that? I can't figure. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, it was, it's about seven or eight years uh, was the amount of fingers I had counted on. So, yeah, a really long time. So, I mean, it was basically my, our primary console till we got a Wii. And I played a lot of games for it. Like, I'll go over what my favorites are once, you know, we come back around for that. But, yeah, a lot of games. I don't have them anymore. You know, a lot of stuff happened. I don't have a lot of my old stuff anymore. I do still have... I do have a PS2 now. Bought it from a friend. And I do still have part of my game library. So, I gotta build that back up. So but Landy what was your experience with the ps2
2: it sat there a lot really I didn't have very many many games for it I played the Gamecube way more than the the PS2 but I did put over one bajillion hours into Star Wars Battlefront 2 good choice yeah so there's that um I yeah no I just really didn't didn't have a whole lot on it not that it's a bad console, um, but it was—it was just like I don't know, the Nintendo yeah, it stuff. Just
0: wasn't your, yeah. just wasn't your thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, what would? So, what are you? Some of you guys' favorite games that you played on the system, Jackie? Um, wait till we came back around.
1: If you no, well, I don't know. Whatever, I can go now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to um, go now, or whoever wants to go now? I don't have to go first.
2: That's gonna uh, break the cycle.
1: It, yeah, I was gonna say, like, yeah. why break the cycle? We're gonna destroy the universe. Um, Jack, go first. Go first. <laughs> if we yeah. if we don't you go,
2: don't understand? This
0: exact... There's there's a timeline where if Jack doesn't go first, the entire country actually just died of COVID. There is no United States of America anymore. That is this Literally...
1: timeline. Go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shit. Um. Yeah. If you put like a picture of every PS2 game. Like in a room, like on the wall in a room, and just like threw a dart at some random spot on the wall, you would probably find a pretty fucking good game. Uh, cause there's a lot of good ones. Uh, the entire Ratchet trilogy, the Jack trilogy, the Sly Cooper trilogy, the fucking uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, like Lennon said, Persona 3, Persona 3 FES, Persona 4. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Ico. Uh, there's just a shitload. Silent Hill 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, and F- subsistence for both of those games. The PS2 had an insane library. Like, yeah,
0: and like the- I can name off a ton of games that you didn't even mention. Like, yeah. we got Final Fantasy 10, got Dark Cloud 2, my favorite PS2 game of all time, and the first Dark Cloud game's really good. Uh, you mentioned the Ratchet trilogy, but there is a fourth game.
1: Yeah, uh, Ratchet uh, Deadlock. That
0: one's not as good as the other three, but it's still pretty good. Th- like, That's it's why still it... very solid.
1: I, I mean, yeah, but I just f- mentioned the, just a trilogy um, for simplicity's and
0: then sake. Ape Escape two and three are really good, right up there with the other platformers on the system. Uh, Twisted Metal Black, fantastic game. That was like one of my favorites. Hot Shots Golf three and four, the Xenosaga trilogy. Jesus, uh, God, you. You could go on and on. There's a lot.
1: But Cloud, Cloud. what are your favorite games for the iToy?
0: I never played the iToy. Weirdly. Like, I know, like, I was interested in it, but, like, we just never got one, and honestly, I I wasn't missing out. I had
1: a a friend that had an iToy, so I had, like, limited experience with it, but from when I played it, it was neat, but got boring after 10 minutes.
0: Oh, and not, um... Not, like, joking or anything. But I think PS2 was, like, the peak era of the WWE wrestling games.
1: God. Oh, 100%.
0: Some of the games on that system were so good. Here Comes the Pain, SmackDown vs. Raw, SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Like, some of the best wrestling games of all time are on that thing. So, yeah, no, there's just... if Most genres, if you like the genre, you could find good games on the PS2 for it.
2: I'm very disappointed Landon. in you, Cloud.
0: Why? Did I not mention Star Wars Battlefront 2? Is that why?
2: No, I, I already talked about it, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Unless you want me to talk about how I maxed out every single class. I maxed did out you every single class. want to talk class. about... How you... There we go. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, no uh, you forgot to mention God's Gift of Video Games, Dragon Ball Sagas.
0: No! <laughs> oh or you know that game was on everything anyway. All the other I,
1: there's a timeline. All the other there's a timeline drag-able
0: where Dragon Ball Z Sagos was on on the Dreamcast.
1: I, I also, I'm I'm sh- hating I'm shitting on myself for not remembering this, but Okami was mm. originally on the PS2. Mm. I I think of Okami as a Wii game because that's what I originally played it on, but it was on the PS2, uh, and also God Hand, which is fucking sick. that's a good one too
2: but no there was a lot of a lot of the Dragon Ball fighters were on it and some of them were exclusive to it some like Budokai 1 and 2 were also on Cube but 3 wasn't Budokai Tenkaichi 1 was just PS2 Um, 2 and 3 which also came out on PS2 were also on Wii but like the PS2 had had your anime bullshit
0: it did there was a lot of anime bullshit on there uh, so yeah, that's the the PS2. We'll come back around and talk about the systems overall when we get to the end. But the next was the Microsoft Xbox, released on November fifteenth, two 2001, at retail for $299 in North America. First console, major console, to have internal storage, which is very notable considering that pretty much every console needs internal storage now. Like, you can't not have it. It's it's an industry standard. Uh, <laughs> so, it sold 24 million units in its lifespan. So, not a whole lot. Nothing really sold a lot next to the PS2. But you do have a bunch of notable titles. You got Halo 1 and 2. You got Fable. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. You got Splinter Cell. Dead or Alive 3. Counter-Strike. Ninja Gaiden. And, interestingly... The third best-selling game on the Xbox, and I kid you not, is Sneak King.
1: Motherfucking Sneak King, bitch!
0: I, when I was doing research for this podcast, and I, I looked at the top-selling Xbox games, you can imagine my surprise when I saw Sneak King in third place.
1: I did not actually know that Sneak King was the third best-selling game on yeah, the system before you mentioned it. Like, three that. and a half million is- units fucking hilarious Yep. but uh also the only Xbox game that matters Jet Set Radio Future
2: yeah true
1: what about
2: uh, SMT If
1: is that an Xbox game? was that an Xbox game?
2: uh no it was Nines Nines was the exclusive
1: oh okay I've not played that game
2: well that's because it's an Xbox exclusive no one's going to yeah yeah exactly (laughs) wow
0: (laughs) but speaking of people playing Xbox what is your experience with the Xbox do you have any experience with the Xbox
1: I have very little I own an Xbox I use it almost exclusively to play Jet Set Radio Future Uh, I did not buy it until probably 2013 or 14 Uh, I always had friends that had xboxes same deal with the ps2 and pretty much the only game we ever played on the xbox was halo or halo 2
0: i was gonna say yeah the same i had several friends that had the xbox and we only ever played halo and halo 2 on it i believe i remember playing um i owned a like a taito arcade collection game for it so i played that a bunch and god i think there was like a one or two other games that we played on the Xbox, but not a whole lot. I remember my mom played uh, Attack and the Power of Juju.
1: Oh my god, I forgot about Attack and the Power of Juju. That that is a video game. You you just unlocked a memory. Core memory unlocked. I've played that game. It's been Mm -hmm. a very long time.
0: Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of experience. Pretty much just my friends playing it and then a brief period where I played it because my mom had one. That's about it.
1: Lennon is As- that... Oh, sorry, God.
0: No, I was just going to say, ask for
2: Landon.
1: Lennon, was that SMT game you put? Was that a Japanese exclusive?
2: Uh, it might have been.
1: Le- just judging, on the- judging by the cover, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean... But, yeah, I've never... I want to say I've never even heard of that game, quite frankly. I
2: only remember it because it is a- an Xbox exclusive. It's the, like the interesting. only, I, this is literally all I have to talk about for the Xbox. Is I really I didn't really play it. Um, I probably played yeah. Halo a, a time. I don't. I don't. It's uh, a system. That's okay. It's it's got an yeah. SMT game. That's that's all I have to talk yeah. about
0: The Xbox systems will have like that one weird token exclusive. That's just like, oh, that's really interesting. It's never a system seller, but it's just like, yeah, that's it's kind of interesting that, that only this system has it.
1: That's Jet Set Radio Future for me. I yep. fucking love that game, but it's only on the Xbox.
0: Uh, but as for going back to the, other, the last console we haven't talked about yet, the Nintendo GameCube released literally three days later on November 18th, 2001 at launch for $199 North America. It only sold... 21.7 million units in its lifespan so a couple million less than the xbox uh one fun fact i want to add is that not even two years later this system got a significant price cut to 99 dollars which made it one of the cheapest home consoles like to ever exist
1: how wait when did that happen uh in
0: 2003 okay yeah, it, it was barely two years into its lifespan. They cut it in half to $99. That's crazy. It's funny, too, because originally they went down to 150 And then not long after that, they just said $90, $99. Yep. But you got uh, another fun fact I want to add is that in case you didn't know, like oh, it's pretty popular knowledge, but it was supposed to be capable of producing 3D gaming, but like nothing used it. So unfortunately, a feature that they would never end up implementing some notable titles for this system include of course super smash brothers melee super mario sunshine luigi's mansion pikmin 1 and 2 metroid prime 1 and 2 legend of zelda wind waker and twilight princess there's a bunch of other ones and i i know landon's going to unload a bunch of them on me in like t-minus two seconds
2: did i do it even my mouth was open
1: yeah (laughs) You did it. Even when you adjust for inflation, uh, ninety nine dollars in uh, two thousand three is only hundred and seventy dollars today.
0: Yeah, imagine like, a console costing a full console costing hundred and eighty dollars today.
1: For and for the Nintendo GameCube, like what a fucking steal! Like
0: we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, but I think the GameCube could easily be argued as one of the most underrated systems of its time. That became extremely beloved afterwards. Yeah. Like, there's people nowadays that would would genuinely you, tell you the GameCube is one of the best systems out there.
1: If you go to any used game store, it doesn't matter where, any used game store, their selection of GameCube games is going to be by far the smallest selection of any video game system in the store, uh, barring things that they don't have anything for. Yeah, because, like, you- there is just... It is so fucking hard to find, like, acclaimed and popular GameCube games in the year 2023.
0: Yep. It's, it's but, crazy.
1: Yeah, it's... It, like, I... It, it's just... They're worth a shit ton. Oh, yeah. like And they're the really chi- hard to find.
0: You'd be surprised, like... I mean, you'd be surprised to see a GameCube game cost less than $20. Like, most of them cost at least 20 and a lot of them cost $50, 60 70 80 $100. Dollars. Landon's got a copy of Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. That's Speaking, an extremely how expensive game. Much Speaking
1: that? of. Spe- uh, oh, 200 I. $200 No, 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 no. I went to a uh, used game store when I was in Detroit for the weekend. Oh, my. Uh, with story. my friends. I. Looked in the cabinets, like the locked cabinets, and saw a disc-only copy of Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance. And I don't remember the exact price, but it was like over two hundred and fifty dollars. My lord, I
2: have my receipt for when I bought this. Oh,
1: in like, the case, was mm-hmm. it like a hundred bucks?
2: Seventy-five dollars. Oh, wow. You—that's a steal. Are... In twenty fifteen, it yeah. is complete in box. That's
0: insane.
1: Is that a uh, Did you buy that from Video Game Wizards? I did. Nice. Shout out to Video Game Wizards in Portland, Oregon.
0: So, let's get into the GameCube. What are you guys' experiences with it?
1: Uh everything. <laughs> uh the GameCube was like the only home console I owned until I got a Wii in uh, 2007. So, if it would Admittedly, when I was a kid, I I think I talked about this in one of our previous podcasts, but, like, I was more a fan of, like, handheld games when I was a kid than, like, home consoles. Like, I I liked playing, like, home console games, like, multiplayer, but if I was playing by myself, I kind of preferred, like, my Game Boy Advance or my DS or whatever. Uh, Just because it's, like, you can take it anywhere. You know, you're not locked to a single room. You could hide under your
2: blankets and play it.
1: Yeah, you could go to the
0: local park and sit down and play. It. I would never. You do could
1: that. take. <laughs> you could take I it on long, lo- long car trips. You could go sit out on the sidewalk with your friends in on a Saturday morning in May of 2005 and play Pokemon Emerald. <laughs> it's a very, very spe- specific, very specific memory. But either way, uh, I'm going on a tangent. The GameCube was the only console I had for a while, uh, so. But, like, even if my focus was, like, probably shifted more towards the handhelds, I still spent a lot of time on the GameCube. so did my dad, honestly. Like, that was. Like, my dad actually was pretty into video games back then. He would buy, like, baseball games or racing games or football or whatever the fuck, and we would just play those together. And that would be. You know, that was a fun time. And then I would play you know, the Nintendo shit when I was playing by myself. Um, So, yeah. I still... Fun fact, I still have uh, my GameCube from when I was a kid. And I still have the exact same GameCube controller that it came with in the box. So, hell yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, I... So I mentioned this when we were first talking about, like, when we first got our systems, but I didn't get my own GameCube until 2007, pretty late. I remember first games I got for it were Sonic Adventure DX, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, Sonic Heroes, because I just wanted to play all the Sonic games that were on it, honestly. Because my first actual experience with a GameCube was in... um, uh, when I was in foster care when I was 10, uh, late 2002, my um my uh cousin had a gamecube, so we would get to play it together. and there was uh Sonic Adventure 2 battle that we played. There was a Mario Party game, probably Mario Party 4 uh, and then there was there was a soccer game. I don't remember the name of it. But I just remember that like you could set the ball on fire and kick it into people, and it was funny. It wasn't like a serious <laughs> soccer game. it was like a it was like a cartoon soccer game.
1: That's awesome.
0: So yeah it was it was so fun. I really wish I knew that the name of the game was. I have to look into it, but I mean, I said it's late 2002, so it was in the first year of the system's life, so it was it was pretty fun playing those games. And then I would play a little bit more when one of my friends a few years later had one and we played some Mario Kart Double Dash. And uh, I had other friends that had it because Super Smash Bros. Melee. So I played a lot of Super Smash Bros. Melee with friends that had the GameCube. So it wasn't until I got a GameCube that I could actually do it myself and I could play Mario Sunshine and Melee. And Sorry, my throat is really scratchy, so like I'm trying to get my voice... To not, like, just die on me. But, yeah, I didn't... I I played a lot more of these games once I finally got the system. But two years later, I would get a Wii. And then the Wii would just be my GameCube at the same time. So, a lot of my GameCube experiences also mesh into when I had a Wii. Because I just started continuing to play stuff off that, too. So, kind of late bloomer with the GameCube. I probably have the least experience out of the three of us with this system, actually.
1: Lennon?
2: Oh, I'm supposed Lennon to talk
1: to uh... Um,
2: yeah. hi. Hi, this is me. Hi. I'm I'm I uh, Sometimes Landon. I forget my own name, and...
1: You just, just kinda nods. S- that's why I have the note. Just yeah. kind of sit there. That's why I have the yeah, note that says, gotta have the note.
2: Hi, my name is Landon. I just have to look at that. Um, anyway, yourself. Uh, GameCube. I played it once. I own one. Is it? I guess I played it more than that. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got your Mario Party f- whatever, 4, 5, 6. Those ones are on there. You got your Pokemon Colosseum and Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Go watch the Greatest Eternity Vods. Uh, Hell yeah. You got your uh, I mean, I mentioned the Dragon Ball uh, fighting games. You got Budokai One and Two that I played a lot of. You got your Animal Crossing. Played a lot of Animal Crossing. Yeah, I, I mean, I played a. It was uh, at the time the system I, I played the most of, um, for a, a console, like, because uh, like the the three ones that I think of as growing up. So, uh, pre-Wii era is 64 PS2 and GameCube were my home consoles, whereas, like, Game Boy Color, Game Boy uh, Advance SP were, like, my handhelds, and I played a fuck ton of Game Boy Advance SP, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about GameCube. GameCube. Oh, and, yeah, I also played pretty much all the Sonics on it, too. Gotta love the Mega Collection, and you gotta love the Gems Collection.
0: Yeah. If you don't, yeah.
2: I'm legally allowed to shoot you. So, please disclose your address. I still have That's my copy.
0: Of all the games that I have or had on my GameCube, I still do have my copy of Gems Collection.
2: That's good. I Fuck don't know yeah. what
0: happened to my copy of Sonic Adventure DX or Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which sucks. But I have Gems Collection and I have uh, XD Gale of Darkness still.
2: Good. Hell yeah. Do you have the promo disc for Coliseum? I do not. Okay. Well,
0: even when I had, even when I had Coliseum before I sold it because I had to make some extra money for bills and stuff like that at the time. Um, I it didn't have the disc.
2: Well, it has its own it. separate case and everything. It's like its own, yeah, own thing. It was cool. Anyway,
0: so uh, what would you say are some of your favorite games for the system?
1: Um, boy. Where do you start with this system? Animal Crossing. Metroid Prime. Start with A. A, Work your way down. Start with A. A for Animal Crossing. B. Um, B for Monkey Ball Super. Ball, comma, Super Monkey.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, But thank you for reminding me about Super Monkey Ball and Super Monkey Ball 2, which are great GameCube games. Um wind waker fucking rules oh yeah uh, hey you paper just skipped
0: Mar- out most of the alphabet
1: uh what I, i'm, I'm not going you. by the fucking whatever i'm man. kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh wind waker fucking uh paper mario the thousand year door oh yeah pokemon- that's a really good one hey pa- uh pokemon Colosseum and xd uh fucking uh mario Kart double dash mario Strikers. Uh, i like to mario super Mario. uh yeah, Super Mario Strikers was the GameCube one. Yeah. Um, great game. I'm going to give mention to some games that pretty much... I'm pretty sure among the three of us, only I played. Uh, shout-outs to MVP Baseball 2004 and 2005. The best baseball games ever made. Uh, NFL Street, uh, NBA Street, all three of them. There were three NBA Street games on the GameCube. Uh, the first one has not aged very well, but... The second and third ones are great. Um fucking I think that was uh that was it for all the the weird ones did that I was gonna mention. Either but, of you ever played Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. No. I did not. I know of that game, but I've not played it. Played, is it is it actually good?
2: I mean, it's it runs off the Pro Skater 4, the Tony Hawk to- Pro Skater 4 engine. Yeah.
0: That's just amazing, really? It's a really? Disney yeah. skin. No, they, just, they just made a Disney skater no, with the I've-
1: Tony
2: Hawk Pro Skater engine.
1: No, I've heard it's a good game. It's good. It has it's- like, I'm pretty sure it has like a licensed soundtrack too. Yeah, no. Like, it- it's pretty much just like Tony Hawk for kids. I,
2: I played it uh, as a kid. Uh, I think we rented it so I so because I never owned it. Um, but mm-hmm. I remember I would make the fattest kid I could um, and do the sickest <laughs> tricks I could.
1: Hell yeah. Um, But speaking of, the Tony Hawk games on the GameCube, there are a shitload of good ones. Uh, Fucking Pro Skater 3, 4, Underground, Underground 2, and American Wasteland were all on the GameCube. And those are all fantastic games. Like, the GameCube and... Also on the PS2. But I... Growing up, I played the Tony Hawk games on the GameCube, yeah. so I always associate those with the GameCube, but yeah, they are also on the I would say,
0: I, it's interesting to note, the multi-platform games this generation were, most of the time, pretty even across the board. Like, you could get it for anything, and it'd be the same experience. There were, I will
2: I, say... So for I Sonic, mean, there were a couple
0: exceptions, but... except Except for notably Sonic. Yeah. Especially Heroes. Yeah. Yeah god the ps2 version is not good it's not good I... it's not good it's not good
1: the gamecube was honestly a good system for sonic if you ignore shadow the hedgehog um and even adventure... that, it's still the
0: best version of a not good game
1: yeah i mean adventure, D- music adventure D- DX, adventure dx adventure 2 battle heroes those are all good games. I'll fucking pick up and play those games any day and probably beat them in one sitting because I've played them a million times. Um, used to, God, I used to play the shit out of those. I would just replay levels in those games over and over again. Oh, yeah, me I, too. I, like, I'm probably... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I would um, say
0: that my, uh, my favorites are probably really normie picks. Like... Sock Adventure 2 Battle. Boo. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Boo. Super Mario Sunshine. Boo.
1: (laughs) Hey, don't boo Sunshine.
0: Pokemon XD Gale Darkness. Just pointing, but not actually (laughs) saying boo. (sighs) Not actually saying anything. Just stuff like that. that It's like the normie stuff, because I didn't get to experience, like, I didn't have time to get into, like, the other games, really. I just kind of had time to scratch the surface. That was it. What would you say are some of your favorites, Landon? Oh, I thought I did this.
2: Um Metroid Prime Two and Wind Waker.
0: That's
1: it.
2: Chibi Robo and Pikmin Two and Custom Robo. Hey,
1: hey, Pikmin One was also sick.
2: Pikmin One was.
0: Yeah, but he likes Pikmin Two. Pikmin eh, Two, I mean,
2: fair. You can you can make a bajillion dollars. That's true. Yeah, look it up. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Those. Um, what was another one? Uh, Mario Golf for it. Toadstool Tour. Toadstool Tour was really good.
1: Hell yeah, I love that. Classic. That one's good. I have that one. Oh. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna. I was going to ask a. I was going to let you finish your um, naming your favorites. Perfect. But, uh, Go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> okay. I was gonna ask like, what were? Do you guys remember what your first GameCube game was? Ah, like, I answered when you this. got a GameCube.
2: It was. Well, the, did you? It was the. Yeah, Black I did Man. too.
1: Yeah. Oh, you did. You did answer that. Um, that's right. My bad. Sonic like uh, Adventure Two Battle. Mine was Backyard Football 2002. Good answer. For the game, which was uh, a weird experience at the time, because uh, like up to that point, I had only known that franchise as a PC game, so playing it on a GameCube was weird.
0: It's funny, like when Sonic Adventure Two came out, I remember seeing advertisements for the Dreamcast version, and I was excited to play it. But my my me being a kid, I, I didn't know what a Game uh, Dreamcast even was, and then it came out. For the Nintendo GameCube. And everybody was talking about it. On Schoolyard. And I remember. Oh it's on a Nintendo console. I could I could, I could play that. And then I, I had like a couple friends that had it. And I played it. So mm. that that was how I ended up getting. Like I was hyped for Sonic Adventure 2. Despite n- nine year old me. Never having played the first game. I just remember seeing that black hedgehog. And I was like oh he looks cool.
2: Alright I have <laughs> and, to add a couple. And thus the.
1: Games. And thus the autism began
0: <laughs>
2: God damn it Okay so a couple games we have not mentioned For the cube that are awesome Um F-Zero GX Fuck yeah uh, I already showed off my copy of Path of Radiance Uh Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee Fucking fantastic have not...
1: Actually I think I have played that game That one's really good It's been a long time
2: It still holds up I played it I think Last year It's it's real good um nice. Kirby Air Ride. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, Mega Man X Command Mission, which was also on a PS2. Whatever, don't care. Eh. Um, and then uh, where was it? Oh, Soul Calibur 2 specifically the game two True. good version because you could play as Link. I don't care about the other F- versions.
1: Fun, fun fact: Link is dog shit in that game.
2: True, but he was so fun because he was Link.
1: True. <laughs> so,
2: um, you had the Star Wars Bounty Hunter and Star Wars Rogue Leader games. Um, if Justin was here, he would just talk about those. For about five yeah. to ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, the Beautiful Joe 1 and 2.
1: Oh, fuck. I can't believe which, I forgot Beautiful Joe.
2: Which were, you know, also PlayStation games. Uh, but then most yeah. importantly... Um, and I think this was also another one that I got around the time when I got the system. Spyro, enter the dragonfly.
1: Uh, <laughs> Cloud,
2: your thoughts? Why
0: would you list that one? Why would no. I save that
2: to last?
0: Why would you even put that one anywhere? That doesn't belong anywhere at all.
2: And yet, you're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts. So, here we go.
0: You're... We're not doing this. We are not comparing Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 to actual dog shit. We are not doing this. Uh, so that goes for the home consoles for this generation. There were four handhelds that I mentioned earlier. So let's go through them really quick. Yeah, the Neo Geo Pocket Color Pass. released on August 6, 1999. Pass. In North America for $69.95. Ooh, nice. Nice. Uh, nice. It was backwards compatible with the Neo Geo Smash. Pocket if you had one, but then it was discontinued in 2000 outside of Japan. Anyway, so like we had it for less than a year, <laughs> and that's
1: then they were really like, "Oh, this is, this is dog shit." That's really funny.
0: There was one notable game for it:
1: Sonic Pocket Adventure, Sonic the Hedgehog Pocket
0: Adventure. There's a bunch of sports games on there as well. I don't care about those;
1: they probably suck ass.
0: Exactly. Sonic the Hedgehog Pocket Adventure. That's it. Uh, Bandai Wonder Swan and Wonder Swan Color. Pass. I put this here, but notably, it did not actually come out over here. But it still managed to sell three and a half million units. So I'm just going to talk about it real quick. Didn't come out outside of Japan. There was three models. There was the Wonder Swan, Wonder Swan Color, and the Wonder Swan Crystal. Don't ask me what the Wonder Swan Crystal is. I didn't bother looking up any more information on it.
2: S-Pixel on Discord.
0: Uh, But interestingly, you could play the device either horizontally or vertically. There was button layouts to accommodate both of those uh, layouts, which was pretty interesting. Uh, The only notable games I really could find was basically, uh, like, touched up ports of what were already on the PS1 for Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 4... And those would be later put on the Game Boy Advance. And, like, there's almost nothing else. There's, like, some interesting stuff, but it's all Japan-only anyway. And so, like, it's... Yeah, there's not a lot there. The Nokia N-Gage actually came Pass. out... Af- after Actually came out last out of the four of these, but we're not going to talk about it, so I'm just going to go over it real quick.
2: Yeah, we're passing.
0: Came out on October 7th, 2003, pretty much only in, North, uh, in the United States... You want to know how much it cost when it came out?
2: $8 billion.
0: Close enough. Seven, $17. $299. What the fuck? I think for I a mobile closer. phone. Yeah, for a mobile phone handheld game system hybrid. $300. That's, that's fucking stupid. That's and the best part? Awesome. There's like There's like 50 games for it. That's it. And almost all of them are just ports of existing games. Like, the most popular game on the system is Sonic N, which is literally Sonic Advance, but worse because of the screen. So, yeah. I mean, you could play Puyo Pop on it, I guess. It has a Puyo Puyo game. Okay, moving on. The only important handheld for this this generation, and I'm not even being sarcastic, I'm literally being serious, is the only important one, the Nintendo Game Boy Advance released on June 11, 2001 in North America for a crisp $99.99. Hell yeah. It was compatible with your Game Boy and Game Boy Color library. More on that later. Uh, It dominated the handheld market of the generation with 81.5 million units sold.
2: I have two of those in a drawer down here. Yeah.
1: That's a shit ton. There's,
0: There's a lot of Game Boy Advance out there. And because of how popular it was, we would get two later revisions. Mainly, we got the Game Boy Advance SP, which is very popular. You got your clamshell design, rechargeable battery, you got a actual light for your screen. First, it was front lit, then it was back lit. Just bunch of innovation there. And then they came out with the Game Boy Micro. I, I guess it's cute but i don't know why they would i kind of
1: wish i i kind of wish i owned a Game Boy micro
0: it's cool for the novelty
1: yeah but literally. it literally
0: but the literally. micro also took out my uh compatibility with Game Boy games so like yeah.
1: it's the dsi of the Game Boy advance yeah. if you o-
0: if you only want to play the one game library and you want it on a cute screen and form factor
1: okay the it's like absurdly small like it's the cartridge is like three quarters the width of the system yeah it's be a little more too
0: honestly uh some notable titles though you got the generation three pokemon games just pretty much all of them you got super mario Advance series there's four games in that series uh i've actually played a couple of these over on the twitch channel so if you want to check out the vods for those on youtube they're there you got Advance Wars 1 and 2, Golden Sun, got the Sonic Advance Trilogy, Legend of Zelda, Minish Cap, Metroid Fusion, Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland. There's a bunch of others. We'll talk about a bunch of them. In fact, what is your experience with the Game Boy Advance, everybody?
1: Uh, my eyeballs were glued to the Game Boy Advance as long as I was allowed to when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of it was spent playing Pokemon oh yeah but I my god I like wasted so many hours of my life just staring at the Game Boy Advance screen um yeah it was my until I got a DS it was like by far the thing I spent my most amount of time on and then when I got a DS it became that but yeah it was pretty much my console of choice for five years Four actually, it would have been four years, but yeah. So, I
0: I know I got it. I'm I'm blanking. I think I got it in 2001. Uh, maybe it was 2002 for my birthday. Probably 2002 for my birthday. I remember I had the regular base indigo model. Game Boy Advance until they came out with the SP and then I got the SP in 2004 yeah no 2004 sounds about right 2005 somewhere in their ballpark I got one of like the regular cobalt blue ones so as Jack said my eyes were glued to that screen especially after the SP came out and I could just recharge the battery all day long and I had a light so I could play it at night And not go to bed, even though I'm supposed to, because I'm like 10 years old, 13 years old. Like, I just had, I spent so many hours. 600 hours on Pokemon Ruby. 400 hours on Pokemon Emerald. Like, another 400 hours on Pokemon Leaf Green. Dozens of hours on the Sonic Advance trilogy. It goes on and on.
1: You said Indigo was the, uh... Color you had for the first Game Boy Advance?
0: I'm pretty sure that's the that's what it was. It was purple or indigo. I know um, it was like it was the it, color that it, they released it with.
1: It, it, yeah, the default color. But I tried looking up like the launch colors, and it turns out like because the one I had was like I think I think it's called platinum. I don't know. It was like it was gray. Basically, I know
0: which one you're talking about. I didn't see yeah. those around a lot either.
1: Yeah, uh, that was was the one that I had. And honestly, like, all of my friends had ones that were, like, cool colors. Like, they had indigo, or they had, like, the translucent blue. I was going to say, the
0: translucent blue and the translucent pink ones, no lie, are, like, the prettiest ones.
1: So sick. They're so Um, looking. So, like, I always got kind of, like, looking back, like... The one I had was pretty cool, but, like, at the time, I was, like, jealous of all of these cooler colors that I would see. See,
0: I didn't have that feeling when I got my Game Boy Advance because, one, I'm not the biggest fan of purple, and, two, somehow my my kid brain knew it was, was like, one of the only, like, versions that was out, like, immediately. So Mm -hmm. I didn't feel special. It was like, yeah, I, I got a Game Boy Advance. It's, like, the same color as, like, everyone else's. Yeah. But no, there was a lot of colors for the Game Boy Advance, especially the Game Boy Advance SP. They had a bunch yep. of different colors for. I just but,
1: remember wanting, I remember when the Game Boy Advance SP launched, there was a similar color uh, to the one that I had for my regular Game Boy Advance, like uh, platinum, yeah, or it was the platinum or whatever one. it
0: is. I want um, to get Landon in on this, though, because he okay. didn't get to really talk. I want to ask him what his experience was with the Game Boy Advance
2: hi thanks for asking okay no background noise hi i'm landon again um i played hi, way too much pokemon as well
0: we're just a bunch of uh gen 3 pokemon stands
2: i am anyway uh, i never said I don't know which generation i played on my game boy advance sp but true i did play a lot of gen you
0: probably 3. played you probably you played a lot of Silver version, I assume. I played
2: a lot of silver, gold as well, but no, I, I played a lot of ruby and leaf green. A decent amount of uh, the other three: the sapphire and emerald and fire red. Because would just—that's
0: crazy. We both we both picked the same version for each of the pairs.
2: Yeah, ruby and uh, leaf green were my main two.
1: I. I also had Ruby and Leaf Green. Yep.
2: Ruby
0: Leaf Green
1: boys. There
2: we go. That's, we're just gonna Weird. rename the whole whole channel. Ruby and Leaf Green.
1: Ruby Leaf Green. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. That's the channel. But no, I wanted to. I uh, ask. So, you mentioned uh, what Game Boy models did you? You mentioned you had the regular Game Boy Advance in like a like a gray, and then you got the SP in like a silver, platinum. I had the indigo blue Game Boy Advance and the cobalt blue Game Boy Advance SP to start. And then I have the one that I showed in our game collection on Patreon if people subscribe to that one. Yes, I Jack? did not
1: I did not actually I didn't have the Game Boy Advance SP in the silver so, uh platinum gray whatever. I wanted to make sure that I didn't. Oh, when the SP came out because I wanted something different. So I got the red.
0: You got the red one. Okay.
1: The the red one was the model that I had as a kid. Although the one that I currently have is blue. And then which ones did you get, Landon?
2: I always thought the original Game Boy Advance looked like horseshit, dog shit. And it's nothing against you, Jack. Don't take it personal. It's against someone when I was in fourth grade who had one. And I was like, but I don't have that. So it looks like horseshit, dog shit.
1: <laughs> and he was
2: playing Gen 3 Pokemon. And I was like, I don't like that. That's not Pokemon Silver. I can't play that on my Game Boy Color.
1: <laughs> it's horseshit dog, horse dog shit. It's
2: horseshit dog shit. So I had the Cobalt Blue uh, Game Boy Advance SP. My sister got the red one. So I also have a red one.
1: <laughs> not nice. nice. Thanks, Ashlyn. Shout out to Ashlyn. Shout out Shout to, to, to Ashlyn.
2: Ashlyn. Wherever she may be Last appearance
1: last appearance in a gaming stooges video was nine years ago uh, something, like, something that.
2: like that wow <laughs> um shout outs yeah. to
0: back in the day when she used to cameo in our
2: let's plays yeah when you just shout at me when i was who yeah.
0: who's jam pad
2: who's jam pad well she didn't shout that into a that's that's her famous line that yeah i will who's always jam-pad? remember um yep. yeah so the, yeah the game boy advance good system great system Excellent system, Um, hell yeah, yeah! Like that's like, it's just it's a good good all around system, solid. Can't can't hate it. If you hate it, once again, I'm legally allowed to kill you. Disclose your address, please.
1: Yes, and your and your social security number, please.
2: And your mother's maiden name.
0: So this is gonna this might be tough. I want you like, can you pick out five games? that you would say are like for, your top five for gba
2: oh okay for gba, for GBA. Yeah. oh that's easy pokemon that's that ruby hard. pokemon fire pokemon emerald <laughs> Blue, green fire red five games i mean those there's are the no five I spent the most time on there's I'd no way you
0: would put all pokemon no, in your top five that's never happened
2: no i wouldn't but i mean if if
1: it's representative of the time you spent on the system yes
2: yeah true. yeah yeah that's for sure.
0: No, but like your, your five favorites. He's going to go back and he's going to say the same five.
2: <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> Give me a second no. to think about it, honestly. I can so, name mine.
0: You can? Yeah. All right, let's hear
2: it.
1: Pokemon Emerald, uh, Metroid Zero Mission, The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, Wario Land 4, and... Super Mario Advance 4 Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay. I would uh, s- but if not but if not that then Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire.
0: Yeah, so like I'm going to mainly I'm going to go off of the assumption that I'm not doing any like ports remakes. So no uh Kirby's Nightmare in Dream Land, no um Super Mario Advance stuff. I would definitely say Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Leaf Green. Uh Sonic Advance 3. Uh Advance Wars. And then uh, the last one's tough, but I'd probably say Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team.
1: That's a good I, choice. I
0: loved Red Rescue Team. And I didn't even fully own it. I like borrowed it from a friend. I think he let me keep it after a while because he like didn't care. Like he was like, you, you could just have it. So for a bit I had that and it was oh it was so good. I played so much of that.
2: So, yeah. If we're talking like at like right now, um, Dragon Ball Advanced Adventure would be up there for sure.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good pick.
2: Um, I'd probably still say like probably Pokemon Leaf Green and Ruby. Um, I mean you can like just like the the Pokemon the the two Pokemon games for it are good. <laughs> uh, Fire Emblem, I'd probably go Sacred Stones. Um but both Fire Emblem games are really good on it. Um, oh, you know what?
0: If I was picking like I forgot. If I was picking like now today, I'd probably say Golden Sun over Advance Wars.
2: Oh, that's fair. Go- Golden Sun's really good. Um Golden Sun was so good. Um if it's a back in the day choice, uh probably Mega Man Battle Network the Mega Man Battle Network games, I, I put a little bit of time into those and had some fun. Yeah.
1: I've never actually played those games.
0: I heard they were good. I would say, I actually have to, now that I think about it, like, before Pokemon came out for Game Boy Advance, Advance Wars probably saved the my perception of the GBA because, like, so I had a GBA, and then I went into foster care, but my mom couldn't find my GBA, so I hadn't played in a while. And I had been playing my Game Boy Color, and I was, like, perfectly content with it. Like, I didn't need anything else. So, like I was like, and the only game I had for Game Boy Advance was the Monsters Inc one, and there was like a couple other like um like licensed games I didn't care for. So, like, my opinion for the Game Boy Advance was not very high until I played Advance Wars. I was like, oh, Game Boy Advance games can be really good." So like that was the that was like the system seller for me, I guess, even though I never actually bought it until years later.
2: That's fine. I mean, so, Advance Wars, fucking Advance Wars One and Two are solid games. So solid games. Yeah, that's fair.
0: So that about does it for the basically just a quick summary of our experiences quick. over the yeah quick. <laughs> it was a little over an hour. Well, it was a little. It was faster than the last time we did this. Honestly, it's interesting. But we're gonna go back, and I'd like to ask. Of all the stuff that we talked about, what would you say are your favorite systems? Like two or three. And we're also going to do what we did last time when we finish answering that.
1: You mean like favorite systems from this generation? Yes. GBA, GameCube, PS2. Yeah.
0: Pretty easy, right, for you? Yeah. Uh, For me... Yeah, I like I, I wanted to pretend I was like maybe I was
1: gonna say, is there gonna be a different answer for any of us? Because no. those are the three choices.
0: Yeah. It's pretty much it, right? I mean PBA, PS two,
2: GameCube. The only other thing you could like really say is the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. But True. None of us
1: None of us have like the experi like the childhood experience with the Dreamcast yeah. to really like say. Yeah. And also like We don't have
0: the nostalgia bias to like go with it.
1: And also like even if the library of games for the dreamcast is really sick it only lasted for a year and a half it yeah there's not a whole the, as the good stuff is really good but there's not a whole lot there
0: yeah cuz at least the gamecube had a good like 5 years or so before so it had a t- it all had a lot of time to build up a library yeah so uh, last time when we did Console Wars, we, we took a side, we picked a console, and we tried to basically pitch it to you. Try to win you over on it. So, we're going to do that again. Do you guys remember the systems that you will be representing here?
1: Fuck no. I think I'm Dreamcast, right?
0: You're Dreamcast.
1: Landon, you get to be GameCube. Oh, cool. I get, I'm the PS2. I get an easy job.
0: Exactly. Oh.
1: So Was Trader
2: supposed <laughs> to do... I'll xbox and cheese Wiz is supposed to (laughs) do boy advance (laughs) i I think
0: i think we were supposed to do something like that Uh, so i'll just say for the xbox um before we because we don't have anybody tip actually representing it the xbox was a pioneer for its time it pioneered online gaming as a norm for systems you had internal storage which is really important for games consoles to have nowadays so you can store your games and your save files and everything like that and it was a very powerful console for its time like the Xbox like graphically and just power wise speaking blew the competition out of the water with the GameCube being the only thing that came remotely close so if you wanted like you know the most intensive graphically intensive and like impressive games you, you go to Xbox if you want to play some good shooters, more mature games that you might be able to play with friends, might be able to play by yourself, probably going to Xbox with with some exceptions. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of multi-platform stuff, and we're going to probably talk about that when we just start talking about the different systems. Let's hear from Jack, though, about his defense of the Dreamcast.
1: Uh, The Dreamcast... It kind of, like, I don't want to say revolutionized video game systems, but, like, I don't know. Like, for its time, the Dreamcast was, like, a very, very, like, high-powered, like, disc-based system that didn't have the god-awful load times of the, PS, the PS1. Um... It has a very strong library of both first-party games and multi-platforms. It has some of the most acclaimed uh, sports titles of all time. I'm pretty sure. Like, I think it's NFL oh, yeah. two. Like NFL two K one is like what has one of the highest meta scores of all time. Um, let's see. Uh, it has the best versions of the first two Tony Hawk games. It in terms of performance. Uh. The first-party content from Sega is really strong. Like, there's a ton of new IP... Like, a new, fresh IPs that are so, like, looked back upon fondly that only got one or two games after that, if any. Um, you know... There's the a raci-
0: timeline where the Dreamcast lived longer and these IP actually just became long-running series.
1: I... Christ, I fucking wish. Like, <laughs> I, I would kill for the... Jet Set Radio franchise but anyway um yeah I don't know I don't know how much more I can say I think uh it was the first system to have online play um I mean like not in the same way that Xbox would do it but you know the fact that it had online play at all was pretty crazy um
0: essentially have, like, DLC that you can kind of unlock. Yeah. Kind of.
1: And also, like, the little uh, VMUs, the VMUs that you can unplug from your controllers, and they are their own little tiny system, and you could, like, take your chow with you from Sonic Adventure. And you could, like, look down and it's like a tiny little screen before yeah. the Wii U. But, uh... Yeah, it's like, it's a lot of, it was a very ambitious system, for sure. And I think that's about all I have to say.
0: All right, listen here. PlayStation 2, I don't got to tell you about the PlayStation 2. We got all those multi-platform games that everybody else got. All those games that you guys like that are on every system, we got them too. We got a lot of exclusives that you don't, these other guys don't even have these games. There's, there's so many games. There's there's literally thousands of games. We got Katamari Damacy if you want really weird shit. We got, you know, we got Final Fantasy X if you want something more traditional. We got whatever you want, we got it. We got every genre covered. And you know those you know those movies you guys like to watch all the time? We, we, we could play those. We could play those before that other guy that we talked about over there. Xbox, I don't know. Who is he? I don't know. We could play those. We're a DVD player and a game system, and we got all the games and all the movies. We literally are two hundred dollar multimedia player, and we do everything. Yeah, that's my TED talk.
2: Damn, I have to follow up that. Yeah, <laughs> I right. don't know.
0: I just I want to I wanted to be, I want it to be present day smug Sony. I think I nailed it, right?
2: I think you did. Um, fuck you. Right, cool. I have Smash Brothers Melee and a handle.
0: Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) You can't praise Smash Brothers Melee when you don't give a shit about Smash Brothers.
2: I, Landon, don't have to give a shit about Smash Brothers. True. I,
0: but the GameCube
2: does. The salesman. That's all I have to sell you on. I just have to sell you on the handle on the handle, so you can take it over to your (laughs) to your bros, so you can play four player Smash Brothers Melee.
0: And beat someone over the head with it when they do something wrong to you
2: yeah exactly so there you go you might have (laughs) thousands of video games and whatnot but you know do you have smash brothers melee do you have anything remotely close to smash brothers melee uh no okay
0: my little brother does and everybody kind of made fun of him for it so Hmm.
2: all right well there we go
0: Buzzing! Shots fired, PlayStation All-Stars.
2: I think that's unfortunately the strongest case I can make for the GameCube, because, I mean, yes, performance-wise, fantastic console. Library-wise, we got your goods. We actually have things that the 64 did not, it wish it had. Uh, We brought things that were on the 64 in Japan over to the West for the first time. You got we got some of your weird shit, we got some of your great shit. The only issue is well, we didn't have as much third-party support, really. But if you want first and second-party support, we got you. It's like we got sunshine. The
0: GameCube did have a lot of that.
2: We got we got your home console Pokemon games. Some some true Pokemon yeah. exploration. We got RPGs. Yeah. There you go, we got Metroid. We brought Metroid back. We did two of them. We did Fire Emblem. We did two, we did one of those. So, yeah,
1: oh, almost said you did two of them. We
2: almost did two of them. <laughs> Thought about it. <laughs> we we saved one. The other for the one week. got pushed back.
1: Oh, you know, I think we we. Forgot to mention Twilight Princess for GameCube games. He, he, no, I did He
2: talked about it. Oh, did we, you? Yeah, Very
1: briefly. We got my bad. Yeah, we didn't talk. We
2: about got it. several Zelda games. Uh, two of which. Yeah. Several. I mean, yeah. There's. I mean, two two main Zeldas. There was uh, Four Swords Adventure, another game that you could play with with your bros, uh, but that costs an arm and a leg because you need five different video game systems, four different cables that are specialized, and. Uh, I guess a TV, and a power generator, to power it all, because fuck. But I mean, you also had the Ocarina of Time Master Quest, and you had the uh, Zelda Collector's Edition, which had 1-2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask all on the disc. So
0: That's a really good collection. Yeah,
2: it's a it's a solid collection, so if you like Zelda, Cube, Cube has a, a good amount on there. All right. Yeah, I don't. I mean, so. it's like when you come down to it, as far as like clear winner of the of that generation, it's PS two. Like, yeah. Oh, are we gonna come here and try and spin a, a, a fabulous tale for you of uh, the underdog Dreamcast? No. <laughs> we live in reality. No, fuck. We no. live in this reality yeah. specifically. But, yeah, we do. So yeah,
0: but that, on the th- this. On the flip side, it's not like you completely lose out picking another system. There's still a lot
2: there to play. Yes. That is that is the great thing about unless, this. It's not as much.
1: Uh, Go ahead, Jack. Unless you picked the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah. In, if you picked the Neo case, Geo Pocket you, Color, then just fuck you. you. You made the incorrect choice. Try again.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, you guys are really trying to piss off Pixel, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um I mean I would learn to play I would learn Japanese to play the Wonder Swan before playing the Neo Geo Pocket. Wow. Fair. Based wow. on the library available for each of them.
2: That's, I
1: mean, that's fair. E- Either way, I mean, like Landon was saying, like obviously like the thing to take away from all of this is that no matter what your favorite console from this generation is, the Wii won. Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> But yeah, the the PS two is the obviously the yeah. winner.
2: But the winner in my heart well, was And a
1: lot of that a, a lot of that was because of the DVD player. Yeah.
2: But it does have like
0: But I mean it still has, it has that It still has an insane library. Fucking
1: library. It has... Not to say that the PS two doesn't have an insane library, but so does the GameCube. And it sold way fucking less than the PS two. But it doesn't well, the, have the Sly the,
2: trilogy, the P- so
0: listen. The PS two had a more insane library than that. Maybe not seven times that much, but no, still quite a lot more, but I mean, at least there is good games on any of them. It's not, but it's not quite like the evened out affair that we had the last generation we talked about, which is the next generation with the the next system. We really did this. I worded that wrong. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to wrap up here. We usually do this every week, two weeks. We have to catch up on how we're doing. Off-topic discussions for the night. How's everybody been? Anything new exciting you've been up to? Share with class.
1: Well, now you're making it sound like a presentation. It is a presentation. Share with, share I see with something the class.
0: I see something very visually striking behind you. ...on your bed, and I was assuming you might talk about it.
1: Oh, I just put it there because it's spookfest, and I wanted something spooky in the background, <laughs> okay. because usually the background is kind of, this is, uh, this is gonna make no... St- uh, for the podcast listeners, uh, there is a copy of, uh, Cannibal Corpse's Tomb of the Mutila- Mutilated behind me, uh, and... Y- yeah, I just put it there because it's spooky.
0: And it's covering a box for a Nintendo Switch...
1: I needed something to rest the album on, so... Oh, okay. I just grabbed that box. Um, okay, that's fair. That's unrelated, though. Uh, as far as what I've been up to, I... It was... Mm, when did we record our last podcast? Like, two weeks Wait, ago? Like, two weeks ago. Um, yeah, roughly. Um... It was, like, end of September. Okay. Yeah, uh... Okay, I didn't do a whole lot for, like, the most of the two weeks between the last podcast and now. Uh, but this past weekend, uh, I went to go see Fiddlehead in Detroit uh, with one of my friends. And I also spent the weekend with a few friends. And it was uh, it was a great time. We did some fucking shopping. And we went bowling. And we went to some bars. And it was, it was fun. Had a good weekend. Uh, Today sucked ass. I worked and then I had to mow my lawn in the dark because I don't have an opportunity to mow my lawn any earlier in the day than after work when I get off at seven and it gets dark early now and uh, it's raining tomorrow. So I kind of had to nice, Uh, but that's about it for me. Uh, I started, oh, uh, in terms of, I'm trying to think, had I finished, uh, I'm pretty sure when we did our last podcast, I mentioned I'd finished Jujutsu Kaisen, or at least the first season. Yep. Yeah. Uh, watched the movie for that, which was also sick. Uh, this past weekend I watched the entirety of Heavenly Delusions, or is it heavily, Heavenly Delusion singular? I don't remember. It's, uh... I forget it's a Japanese name.
0: You're asking me? I've never heard of this thing.
1: I it's a very like it's not a super popular anime, but it's like it was really fucking good, honestly. It's like a kind of like future post-apocalypse mystery type anime with like two different separate plot lines going on and it's 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 weird. It's uh what is it? 10 Tengoku Daimakyo. Dai is uh, it's it's Japanese name Gesundheit. and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really fucking good. I watched the entire thing in like two days, and I hope that it gets a second season. Okay, and uh, that's it for me.
0: All right, um, trying to think, last two weeks, do do, okay, um, I didn't really do anything new. I've been kind of busy picking up some extra hours at work, um my uh, girlfriend's mom has to move she's going to still be living in the same area but she has to move because the building that she was in was meant for two residents and they have like a housing uh financing situation so they have to move her to a section by herself and since she is old enough they're going to be moving her to the elderly section so uh i told my girlfriend we're going to help her finish cleaning out the stuff not just for her but for her mom to help her move in the next couple of weeks so uh last night in our discord server i posted this like huge collection of manga because like that was like most of the manga that my girlfriend had brought over so she has like a wall that's just all of her manga because we have to get a bookcase for it now so basically we're just you know going to be tackling trying to clean up the apartment a bit to move a bunch of extra stuff in um and i got a new Elgato finally Uh, I didn't have a whole lot of luck with using it today but I have one, it works I can get back to recording the last couple Let's Plays for our YouTube channel which are Kingdom Hearts 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 Hell yeah I can go back to picking out whatever I damn well want to stream off whatever system I want to stream it off
1: where once and for all, the let's play curse will be lifted.
0: Yes, and then we'll just have incredible luck on all of our streams for the rest of our life because it's exactly how that works.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: that'd be that'd be totally cool.
1: And then we become world famous Twitch streamers and get our own television series. That's
2: badass. <laughs> I want
1: this. It is badass.
0: And then we got like an intro where like the guy yells, "Gaming
1: surges!
0: Like Mr. Beast, but, you know, Gaming Stooges.
2: I don't no, want that.
0: Don't do that. I, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're firing that person before they're even hired. <laughs> but Whoever no. came
1: up with that idea should be fired. <laughs> Cloud, unfortunately, I have to fire you.
0: Damn it. Wait a minute, you don't get to do that. That's up to Mr. Gaming Stooges and his tie over here.
2: Hi, it's me, it's true. Mr. He Gaming is... Stooges. I've delegated the task of firing Cloud to Jack... Wow. I'm too busy playing. (laughs) Cloud, you're fired. Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. All right, let's get this started.
0: Speaking of Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle, all right, let's get this started. Being something you're doing right now, what have you been up to?
2: I also have been playing more Octopath Traveler, and I've also been playing more The Legend of Nyuta, Boundless Trails. I actually finished up Chapter 4 of uh, Nyuta... Right before we started this. Nice. You know, uh, both games are still fun. Um, we went and saw Chris Farren. If you noticed, my cup to Hell go yeah. right over here. Um,
1: Hell yeah, baby. I'm going to see Chris Farren this weekend. Saw Chris
2: Farren, and I picked up a cup to go. Hell it's yeah. It's so lovely. It helps keep you hydrated. Um, and we went let's see we had I had Sunday off it was so nice um we went and uh we went out to Hood River got some brunch at um Border Ost I believe it was called I don't know it's a Swedish place um and I had uh an egg bake with pear and uh we also had like uh like little round uh pancakes like, pancake balls. Hmm. Um, interesting. Oh, that's int- yeah, that is yeah, interesting. They're really good. At
0: first, I was just like, wait, pancakes can be other shapes than round? Well, it was
2: like... Then
1: pancakes like, are I'm always like, oh. round, Cloud.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it was... Yeah, like a little... Most of the time, they little are. pancake ball. Uh, we had, like, hmm. uh, jams. Uh, we had, like, a jam and, a, like, a lemon uh, and syrup that we could put on it. It was good. Uh, oh, that's pretty and cool. And then when we were driving back, we stopped at... Um, and this is where... A little bit of commit a crime Sunday for Spookfest uh, came in. Um, Ooh, one hell of yeah. the two, so we stopped at two wildlife refuges. One of them you're only supposed to be able to see from um, a highway, um, but there is technically a road that leads into it, um, and it's marked as private property at a certain point. Um, but like the entrance into it is not marked as like, hey, don't go beyond this. It's just marked, hey, this is a wildlife <laughs> refuge. So we drove as far as we could. So nice. we might have been trespassing. I don't know. Look up. Look it up. Hell yeah. Um, and then we went to another one, um, and we did, like, a little hike around uh, a lot of birds. There was, like, uh, a really... Because, uh, you know, it's it's October, um, so it was, like, October 1st when we went um, so there's like a lot of migration happening. Uh, there was like a couple, uh, like uh, Canadian geese that were in a field, and then we also watched a family of raccoons like uh, run across the field. Like there was like four babies and uh a, like a mom, <laughs> and like three of them were like halfway like the the mom and one kid was like halfway across the field, and then the three others came down off yeah, of the tree the three tree were just and like started walking. It was funny. Um, and we also saw a gardener snake It was real cute. oh nice you know? um, yeah so that was that day um, but yeah I mean video game wise it's just been been the two real games octopath and um, Nayuta I'm hoping to finish up Nayuta soon-ish I'm about halfway done now um, but only because we got our big ones coming up soon folks I don't know if you know this. 16 days from recording, Mario Wonder's going to be out. Yeah. Yeah. 12 days from now. And then... 12 days... Is it 12? No.
1: Uh, No. Less s- than that. Is it the uh, 17th? 17th. Yeah, it's
0: a lot less than that. Sonic. I was going to say, by the time this comes out...
1: Yeah, I meant... Yeah. I meant, like...
0: Oh, Sonic. From okay. today. I thought you were talking about when... Yeah, when... I was thinking what you were talking about when um, this goes out... Between then and then, oh no! no. I'm talking uh, when about Mario right now. Wonder comes out. No, but yeah, there's two big games coming out in the same week. Yeah, God, rip my wallet. Yeah, and like we all absolutely are getting Super Mario Brothers Wonder because it has online, and we're playing it together. You're gonna watch us play it
1: after Spookfest, of after course. Spookfest.
2: After Spookfest, of course. But I mean, we've got there's some big stuff coming up soon, and. Oh boy, I better beat at least half of a game before then. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. So I think that, that about wraps it up. That about does
0: it for tonight. We will see you guys in our next episode. We haven't decided yet, so join our Discord.
2: Well, we have an idea. Uh, leave a
0: We we, we have, have an idea. idea. We we have we have an idea. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We haven't solidified yet, but we'll leave it as a surprise. You'll you guys will be able to hear what that is when the time comes Till next time though take care we will see you bye-bye bye Bye. Bye.
2: thank you for listening to the gaming stooges talks podcast if you enjoyed us consider subscribing to our podcast rss feed or follow us on youtube.com slash gaming stooges and twitch.tv slash gaming stooges for more gaming content if you'd like to chat with us join our discord The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash gamingstooges. See you next time!